COVID-19 cases are rising once again, fueled by the emergence of yet another new variant, EG5. Hospitalization rates jumped by 12.5 percent nationwide in July, according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The uptick comes even as the public health emergency has ended, taking with it free testing and free vaccines. COVID fatigue has set in. People no longer wear masks in public. And a study has determined that the majority of Americans will forego new boosters, which will be available this fall. Ethnic Media Services Briefing will examine the rise in cases, the new variant, the new boosters, strategies their expert panelists are taking to prevent infections, as well as the phenomenon of Paxlovid rebound. Dr. Peter Chen Hung, Associate Dean for Regional Campuses, University of California, San Francisco, and medical educator, discusses the importance of access to COVID testing as it relates to health outcomes, especially for communities of color. Throughout the pandemic, we've seen a lot of disparities, including and in, 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 in particularly amongst the African-American communities, both in terms of you know, you know, uh, who is get who is dying first of all, and who is being hospitalized. But then we began to address some of the root causes, which were related to access to testing, um, and and related to probably a lot of uh, uh, you know structural racism that was highlighted in terms of uh, underlying uh, issues in, in in many vulnerable communities. I think it was interesting that. Uh, you know, and, and of course, politics played a role. But even uh, after the new administration, those disparities still persisted. I think one silver lining was uh, that vaccinations in, increased uptake um, in all communities, probably given the advocacy of a lot of uh, uh, grassroots organizations and, and community-based organizations. <clears throat> so where does that leave us now? I think there's been probably less attention paid to how COVID is affecting different communities. But I do worry particularly that testing is linked to access to early therapy. And because testing has a premium and price associated with it, that will leave a lot of people behind because who's going to go and pay $25 for a test in Walgreens uh, if you have some sniffles and it might be allergies and then it might be too late. Dr. Chen Hong says, Testing for COVID remains crucial, especially when experiencing signs of respiratory infection. Uh, in the big picture, uh, not as many people are getting uh, ill as in the old days. We have a lot more tools. We're getting better tools. Um, and uh, uh, not pe- as many people are seriously ill and people are having shorter stays and not everybody has COVID symptoms once they're hospitalized. But we are still seeing uh, some sick people and, you know, we are still seeing about 300 or 400 deaths per week in the United States, not 2000 a day like we used to. But the tragedy is that most of these deaths are, are avoidable uh, because of the tools that we have. It's just recognition that the sniffle or that those, uh, that nasal congestion you have with that tickle in the truth is COVID. Because time is money, and the earlier you know you have COVID, the earlier you can do something about it. Chen Hung continues about the National Bridge Program, keeping vaccines free 
through the end of the year. Vaccines are still free. There's a bridge program becoming into effect nationally that will allow people without ability, uh, without uh, demonstrating ability to pay to get them at least till the end of the year in California, written into law until November uh, and probably extended with a national bridge program. People can, of anybody can get vaccines for free. Um, and uh, hopefully that will be extended. But, and then if you have insurance or medical, you're, people are obligated to give you the vaccine for free without copay because of the Affordable Care Act. So the main thing to also arm your, the population and the community with is knowledge that these things are free and nobody should be charging you or, uh, or uh, threatening you with a copay because they're all supposed to be free. Um, and if you don't get the right answer from one drugstore, then go to another drugstore until you speak to the right person. Dr. Benjamin Newman, professor of biology and chief virologist, Global Health Research Complex, Texas A&M University, says researchers anticipated COVID's current mutations and adds that updated boosters are needed to protect against new infection. Everything that is circulating in the world right now has about 100 to 110 differences from the original version. Now, back at the beginning of COVID, we looked at this virus and we looked at the rate it would change, and it looked like it should be about 30 mutations per year. And so if you do the math, we are actually right on schedule. And so this is the challenge. Um, This variant is spreading because it has a lot of changes at the receptor binding site. That is the target of most of the vaccines and of some of the most useful parts of the immune system. And when the target changes, you have to change your aim. It has been over a year since we probably should have had an updated version of the vaccine. It's coming slowly. And as you mentioned, uptake has not been great. Uh, Total uptake in the U.S. for the bivalent vaccine is only 17%. Dr. William Schaffner, professor of preventive medicine and infectious diseases, Vanderbilt University School of Medicine, says improved COVID treatments depend upon continued research of the virus. Now, could we use more research? Absolutely. And that has to do, just as you said, with even better therapies. Paxlovid, we know that if you administer it, particularly to people at high risk, very shortly after they are infected, we can reduce their risk of developing severe disease. Paxlovid has limitations, as any therapy does. There are drug-drug interactions. So if you're taking certain medications, you have to be careful about taking Paxlovid or you may not be able to get it. If you have kidney failure, we have to be careful about the Paxlovid dosing, for example. Or remdesivir. Uh, Again, as Dr. Chen Hong has been saying, we now use it very quickly once the patient is admitted to the hospital. But wouldn't it be better if we had more therapeutic agents aimed at keeping people out of the hospital? Studies still continue 
on other therapeutic agents, but I cannot tell you when they will become available. I think we'll just have to see. But the research community continues, I think, to make some of the very best contributions to the control of COVID around the world. Dr. Schaffner discusses the challenge of ensuring all communities have access to the new COVID vaccine expected to be available this September. Now, here in the United States, how we can make sure that the new vaccine, which we hope will be available sometime in September, maybe late September, as well as therapeutic agents are available to everyone who needs them, will now continue to be a challenge because we are now using the conventional medical care system in this country. And you know, we have disparities in access to medical care in this country. We are particularly concerned about minority communities, minority by uh, language, by race, ethnicity, rural location, And all of those things will continue to be a challenge as we manage COVID going into the future. Watch the full briefing at ethnicmediaservices.org. I'm Angela Birdsong with More Than a Sparrow Productions, reporting for KPFK News.